0: Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Tundra Cast. It's episode number 53. Uh, we're going to be talking about the Philadelphia Flyers today. I've got Shay with me. What's up? And I've got Cora with me as well. What's up? So, guys, the Philadelphia Flyers won tonight. They won in overtime against the LA Kings, 4-3. Uh, they're cracking a 13-game losing streak. I think it's, what, their second straight 11-game losing streak, 10-game losing second, streak? Yeah, it was something like yeah, that. But they season. finally won tonight, but... Uh, my goodness, they they have not been great at all, and it's such a weird trend with this team because they have such good players. Really good,
1: and I mean, I, like like you said, I don't get it. Like, I mean, it's not a bad team. Like, if you if you check out the roster, right, there's you got you have Claude Giroux, you know, you got Joel Farabee who who was great last year. You, you have Sean Couturier, you have a uh, Kevin Hayes, you have Oscar Lindblom. Defense, you got Ryan Ellis, you just traded for. Travis Sandheim in the net, you got caught a heart. Like I don't, I don't understand how this team is so bad. And I gave them a break because Alan Vigneault really isn't a good coach. So you know when they fired him, they went on, they went on like a six game point streak. It's like you know what, the Flyers are back, mm-hmm. but now they just crash, and I don't know what it is with this team.
2: And well, th- there is a fact that they don't actually like past a bunch of their top players. Um, they don't really have that much finishing. Um, they don't yeah. they can't put they have a lot of players that have like higher expected goals but can't put it in the net that much. Um uh, like you mentioned Lynn Blom, he's one of those guys. Like he is good obviously, but he, he has uh and he creates a lot of chances but he just can't finish. Same thing with another guy like uh, James Van Reemsek who is getting paid seven million, so it sucks for him too. He's mostly unlucky. Guys like Joel Faraby and Atkinson are able to score goals while they are um Still having uh like sorry they are creating chances and converting on those chances, that's what they need from a lot more of their players and I think that's probably part of it. I can't say that's the whole reason because it's definitely not. I-, I don't know about their defensive game. You know, it's good, like that much about their defense game. I know it's not great. I mean,
1: they employ Rasmus for the line, and
2: so yeah. it <laughs> can't
1: be can't be good.
2: And I'm not gonna say and like their defensive game isn't great obviously and. But the thing is, it's not like their goaltender has been bad. Carter Hart's been pretty good, actually. Like, I wouldn't say he's been amazing. But he started off, like, at some point in the season, he was really, really good. Um, Yeah. uh, He dropped off a bit. But I don't think that's his fault that he's dropped off, really. The team in front of him is pretty damn bad. And I don't... And I can't give you a reason as to why. Like, obviously, their defense doesn't have that great of um, a defenseman, But, like, Mm -hmm. between Provorov and... All of, the, all of these guys who you expect to be top defensemen, or who they were top defensemen at some point um, in the last couple of years, and they've all seemed, just dropped off.
0: It just seems like a chemistry thing to me, because I'm looking at this core, and I look at it every year, and I'm like, the little Flyers are nasty. They're a like, good team. Like,
1: every year, I'm like, okay, this like, team is going to finish first or second in the Metro.
0: Yeah. But they never I, do. I think I had them, like, first or second in the Metro this yeah. year. I know I had them in, like, the past couple of years, I've had them, like, either first or second, because their core on paper is unreal. But it seems like just when, like... Even, like, one player underperforms for in that core, It just seems to bring the whole team down, which is just bizarre. Because, like, even guys like Provorov, who could have easily been in a disappointing players video. I'm surprised. Like, I ended up picking Van Reems just because I thought it was more the weirder out-there pick. But, like, like yeah. guys like Provorov have been underperforming. Kouturye has arguably been underperforming. Mm-hmm. And, like, even a guy yeah. like Scott Lawton has, like, some offensive talent. And, like, he hasn't – like, he's never been, like, a, a scoring player player in the NHL really but and I mean he has he's, that he's making three million like he yeah and he kind of you...
1: and it's weird. it's weird like last year Laden got off to a hot start and I noticed because <laughs> I had him on my fantasy team he had like 20 he had a, he had like 18 points through 25 games he was amazing mm-hmm. they went like 20 games without a point so he's so streaky and they kind of they kind of gave him a contract off a hot start and I mean they they kind of really did the same thing to the jury. I mean he's struggling this season He's gonna make. Uh, let me check. Uh, he's gonna make seven million yep. um, th- next season. Like, that's that's a lot of money, and he's not getting any younger. He's not, he's turning thirty, and you're paying him long term. And if he's starting to fall off now, you know, that's a contract that's gonna anchor you, anchor you in a few years, right?
2: Yeah, and right. Their offensive g- game obviously is a problem, and you'd expect more because of all the. Uh, personnel that they have, but uh, I I mentioned defense, and I just looked at the stats now, and it's one of the worst in the league. It's really bad two point eight six goals against per sixty minutes. Um, I think the only yeah the only one that has that's worse is Columbus. So Yikes. um, it, that's definitely something that that's that's probably the worst thing about their team right now. And I think the big thing for them is. They have all these guys that are on the back, like Provorov and Sanheim, who um, usually are and, and Gostisbehere too. Who I think Gostisbehere's been decent this season, hasn't he? Um,
1: he he's been good for Arizona, yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: He, he, they lost him, and uh, now I don't know what difference is made because Provorov and Sandheim were supposed to be really good, and they haven't been. Uh, they obviously haven't been doing that great of a job because the team's top two defensemen have caused their defense to be not that great so there's just like an all-around issue uh besides goaltending like goaltending Carter Hart's been trying his best I guess and it's Mm -hmm. just not the team in front of him just hasn't been great
1: and they're not really giving the young kids a chance like they got Cam York and I mean they're playing they've been playing Keith Yandel over him and I mean you can make the argument that they want to give Keith Yandel the Ironman streak which I mean it's a fair point but like you know you should be giving Cam York some of the time like Morgan Frost. Am mm-hmm. I I love Morgan Frost. A Team Canada legend for the mm-hmm. World Juniors. Like he 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 only has 6 points in 24 games, but he doesn't average a lot of ice time. They they're so reluctant to play the young kids, which I don't understand. Joel Farby is a is a great player. He doesn't yeah. get any ice time. They they love to play the veterans and I don't understand why.
2: Yeah. I think, like, what's the average age of the Philadelphia Flyers? I, I, um, I should have checked all this stuff before. Uh,
1: uh, let me see. I'm looking
0: at their transactions as well. Even have got, like, Isaac Ratcliffe. Is, I like them as well in junior. It's, like,
1: around 28, because I'm checking Cap Friendly, and, like, they're, like, just judging by the averages of all the positions, it's around 28 years old, which is a more veteran-heavy team. Yes,
2: and... Yeah, like you mentioned, their top players, they aren't getting any younger like atorier and Giroux, even. So it, they should be trying to uh, play a lot of their younger players because they have a lot of talent. There's a lot of potential between uh, guys like Cam York and stuff like that. So I- I'm not someone that watches the Flyers uh, like all the time. I'm not going to say I am, but uh, I should, Like, just as a hockey fan, I know that you should be playing these guys, especially when you're... Uh, uh, just going off stats, a lot of these guys are getting older and not st- and starting to drop off too. So, yeah, even if you're not going to be good this year, you should start to look forward to next year then, because, uh, and you have all these players, and you're not helping them get better, who are going to be trying to uh, who are going to be instrumental in making your next year's better. So, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, and you know, if if the Flyers. When the flyers, I should say, yeah, when the flyers end up missing the playoffs, like I don't know, I think they should really go on the rebuild. Like
0: I think so too. You
1: know, there's guys like Travis Sanheim who I've been talking about a lot for the Oilers. You know, this is a guy that can get you a first round pick and a good prospect. You know, you can look at a guy like Travis Konechny and trade him too. Like mm-hmm. there's guys on here that will get a lot of interest from teams. Claude Giroux, I guarantee you, someone will offer him a lot at the deadline. Mm-hmm. Claude Giroux is a great player. You know, there, there's there's guys here that that can, that can, bring the Flyers a lot of future. But they, I just don't know why they never they don't really seem like they're rebuilding. And, it, and it's weird because they really haven't done anything since 2012 2013. They've always just been kind of a retooling team that's in the playoffs here and there. And I mean, it's always it's always his core isn't working. It really it hasn't worked for a while.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I don't know. I think it just falls on Chuck
0: Fletcher. Yeah, it almost reminds me a bit of the Vancouver Canucks when they were under Jim Benning. Like They were sort of an in-between team where they weren't fully contending, but they weren't fully rebuilding either. So they signed all these guys, and they had what they thought was their core. But it just it hasn't worked out. But when you're in-between like that, you're never going to win. You're never going to get anywhere. You're just going to be mediocre for, for – five plus years. And that's exactly what's happening. Like I'm looking at their playoff record the last like 10 years or so. And like, I don't know. I don't remember them ever losing in round three a couple years ago. I guess that wasn't really the playoffs. Was it in 2020? No, not, really. not really. So like, apart from that, like they've missed the playoffs, what like five times in the last 10 years, they've lost they in the first it. round last other times they've been in it. Like it's just not, a, it's not a good team when, when it really matters either. Like it's just all over the place.
1: This is the point, too, like, you know, and I'm just looking at their schedules right now. January is a pretty easy month for them. They had teams like L.A., Anaheim, mm-hmm. San Jose, the Islanders twice, Columbus, Buffalo, Dallas. Mm-hmm. They lost to all of them, and, I mean, they weren't really close games. You know, the, the, all these teams have outshot Philadelphia, so, you know, like, at this point, I don't know what you do to even try to save the season. You can't really fire Mike Ye- Yo because... You know, do you really want to bring on a third coach? Like, that's just that's just unacceptable. And there really hasn't been any talks about any major changes. Like, it was a, there was a report a couple days ago. Like, they're going to, they just started talking to, to Drew about a potential contract extension. Like, I don't know if that's the way mm. to go. I get he's your captain and all, but, you know, you, you really got to make a change here in Philly because it gets worse. It keeps getting worse and worse every day. And this team obviously isn't anywhere close to even be being a playoff team
2: and I don't know what they can do this year to get better because it's like like you said their roster it's solid it should be doing good so uh, is adding another dude just uh, giving up uh their future for another dude is it gonna help I don't think so so I uh, I guess you're I think you're right there just has to this this year just sell everyone because they haven't been doing the job, and start over because there is a couple of good pieces. There is some. There is a good base to start off of with Carter Hart on the back end, and I, I'm always one of the. I've been one of those guys who thinks that starting from the back is a good way to uh, is a good way to go. Yeah. Um. So I think Carter Hart is definitely a good uh, jumping off point, and that should be their next thing to look into. But this season. Uh, the last few seasons, I thought they were gonna be good, and they really haven't been. And I don't, I can't give you a good reason as to why.
1: But it's also hard to become good for the future if you can't really draft properly. Like,
2: mm-hmm. you no, know, the yeah. Flyers
1: don't really have a great draft record. I mean, if you want to go back to twenty sixteen, I mean, first round they took uh Gurman Rupsov. He he's only played four NHL games, and that was back in twenty nineteen. He hasn't cracked the roster since. He has six points in the AHL right now. Like that's. For your first rounder, that's not that's not good.
0: Yeah,
1: I never said um, that one. Like, like that same draft, you know, Carson Torensky was their best forward, and now he's in Seattle. Twenty seventeen. I mean, you know about Nolan Patrick, he's gone. Morgan Frost are not getting the many ice time. Isaac Radcliffe just played his first NHL game, mm-hmm. and you know he actually had a good pick in the seventh round, and why Kelly Nook, but now he's in Chicago. You know, twenty eighteen. Jim J O'Brien. He hasn't cracked the NHL yet. Like he was a first round pick, and twenty eighteen was a decent draft from what from what I can recall. Mm-hmm. So if you can't draft, you're not gonna have a good future. And yeah. I mean, so I don't know. Like maybe collecting a, 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 a quantity of draft picks is a bad idea because. I don't really tr- trust the Philadelphia Flyers scouting staff.
2: I think you're right about that. You're definitely right. and But, like, at the same time, oh, what, what what else are they supposed to do? They're just in that spot right now where they're not good, and they've been trying to be good. And when they are good, they aren't good enough to do anything in the playoffs. And they're also at that point where if they give up and start over, they may not do it right there either. So... Like, from those two options, uh, just re- restarting is definitely the more appealing option, but it, it they're, like you mentioned, it, there's a very good chance that it, it could never work out, and uh, we could end up seeing, I don't know, like another Buffalo kind of thing happen. Probably not to that extent, because yeah, the Buffaloes, the Sabres kinda suck, but, um. <laughs> kind of suck, but... Kind of. But yeah, we could end up seeing a point where these guys are just always bad, and... There's really no way to fix it until they like do a complete overhaul. Maybe just completely fire everyone and restart. That's what
1: they gotta do. Like you gotta fire all those scouts. You gotta fire all those management guys. Like it hasn't worked out. Honestly, I don't know why they even fire, fired Ron Hexel in the first place. It Was a kind of a dumb decision? I mean, I mean after. What the time, was that?
0: Like, what was that one report with with Bobby Clark like a couple weeks ago? Do you remember about that the McCarr thing? Yeah, but there was also a couple like. He, like kind of explained, he's like there were a number of times where like he would just draft somebody or, or trade somebody, and like nobody would know, like the the Shen trade for example. Like he traded Shen. Like, that was I such a was, bad trade. They yeah, got, yeah, like that was like, a your, bad. Your
1: Latera, First of all, that like... was a bad
0: trade, and second of all, nobody knew about it until he made it. Like there's no communication with this organization either. Like it's it's crazy. Well, he's gone now, but like same shit. Yeah, That's he went to the other
1: Pennsylvania team. Yeah, you better hope he doesn't do the same thing.
0: He better not. I'm gonna kill him. I'll fly I mean, over there myself. I mean,
1: he's already kind of. I mean, not to get off topic, but I mean, he's also kind of, you know, kind of gave up Jared McCann for nothing. Then Brandon Anav goes. You know, it's kind of a bad move.
0: But oh, we've got Alex Neilander. <laughs> Woo! <laughs>
1: but like, even like, you know, another thing about the Flyers that their special teams are god awful. Like, they're 29th on power play and PK. Let me double check. They are no, seconds. 22nd. That's not good. So even their their special teams are killing them. Yeah. And I mean, and like Coral mentioned about the um, goals against per game, like this isn't their nine last. Giving up 3.39, you're not going to win any games allowing that many goals unless you have superstar talent. Toronto, like teams like Toronto or Edmonton, can get away with those numbers because they have lethal star players. Philadelphia doesn't really have that. They got a lot of good players, but they don't have superstars to kind of pull them out of that you know, situation. So, like, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and I'm also, good- uh,
2: like you mentioned, that their defensive game is bad, and uh, they have to fix that, and they have, their offensive game is also bad. They have to fix that. But even if they try to balance their bad defensive game with a good offensive game, it's not going to get them that many places. Like, the Leafs, they were bad defensively, and they were able to stay afloat because they had a good offensive game. Now yeah. they have a better defensive game, and that's what's pulled them up to the uh, to the really good team that they are now. Whether that happened in the playoffs or not, we don't know yet. Uh, but
1: can That's, that's going to be hard, but we'll talk about that when we get closer to the playoffs.
2: Yeah, we will. But yeah, you look at the Oilers now, and they are a meh defensive team. and I'd say meh, yeah. Yeah, and... still a good offensive team kind of ish and um they're not getting anywhere with it right so you have to fix both those problems you can't uh, like yes you can try you can try to balance it out with one one or the other but if you want to actually like contend you have to fix both of those problems and they are a far cry from trying to uh, from getting
0: anywhere close to fixing any of them so they really need defensive help, and it's, it, it seems like it's been a trend for years. I'm just looking at their goals against for the last few years, and they're, like, bottom 10 for, yeah. like, most of – for all of them. Uh, last year, they had the they had the most goals against out of any team last year, which yeah. I found surprising. Um, they're, like, down there this year. They're in, like, seventh, eighth last. A uh, couple years ago, 2018-19, they were third last. Like, Ooh. they just cannot keep the puck out of that at all, and it's been a 18, trend for 19, a while. really?
1: That's shocking. Yeah, 18-19. Because that, was, that, that was Hart's rookie year, and he was, was good that year.
0: Yeah, he wasn't bad at all, and they were had just, like, an even five hundred record as well. Like, they were not good defensively. I'll, look, I'll take a look at 2017-18 as well, just for fun. Yeah,
1: because um, that who's that the, the goalie that year? Was that Brian Elliott and someone else?
0: Possibly. Oh, they're a little better this year. They were reported, like, middle of the pack, but, like, were they a playoff team that year? They were. I think they went in the first round that year. So, like, was that the one where they played against Washington? I can't remember. Uh, 20... uh okay,
1: Penguins, right? Penguins in seventeen. Yes, 19? it
0: was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, because Steve Penguins Mason wanted that goal. It was Steve ten Mason. Ten ah. Yeah. Wait,
1: was that the, yeah? That was the same series. I think what Gansel got four goals. Yeah, yep, that's the one. And here is the thing: all of the every single game that Philadelphia lost. First game seven nothing. Second game five one. Um, third game five nothing. Fourth game eight to five. Like, you need it. Like, they have the goaltending now, but the, like you said, these defensive issues have been in this orga- yeah. organization for years. And you know the sad thing is, like they've they've actually tried to address this issue. They've just targeted the wrong guys. You don't seriously, target, yeah. You don't target Keith an offensive defenseman, to help yep. your defense issues. So you don't trade a first round pick for Rasmus Ristolainen yep. to fix your defensive issues. So, um. You know, that's the root of the problem right there. It's It goes back to pro scouting. Pro scouting and average scouting have both been awful.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. That's exactly what I was going to say. They're just, they're just getting the wrong players. Like you said, like Ryan Ellis, offensive defenseman as well. Good player. Good player. Don't really get me wrong.
1: Player. Really good player.
0: Just not going to help you defensively.
2: Yep. And yep. and there's... there's You have these you have- players... that You make these moves... It's different um, when you're just a team that's really bad and you can just get whatever you want. But when you're a uh, supposed to be a better contending team, you have to try to address um, specific parts. You can always... Obviously, you can always add to what you have that's good. It's never a bad thing to do that. But uh, yeah. you can't go into uh, the playoffs with a big, a gaping hole, like missing a good defensive defenseman, or just missing good defense in general. And uh, expect to do well, so yeah, I think you're right. They tried to address it, but they did the they went completely the wrong
0: way, and it's bit them, man. Buffalo's laughing too, man. First round <laughs> pick, they're laughing, I mean, right and, right they now, second, and they got a second rounder next year from Philly. So,
1: and I'm just saying, right now, Buffalo's looking good right now. Like, I mean, Alex Tuck looks great. Better. Um, I mean, uh, what's his face? Uh, I'm Peyton Krebs looks awesome. Like I'm cheering for Buffalo. I want them to pull it through. Like after the Jack Eichel tries, like you know what? These guys need some support, and I feel bad for their fans. Um, and like, and there are things. Like you know, you you need a backup for Carter Hart, right? Yeah, you you ran his guy into the ground last year. You need a backup. Why would you sign Martin Jones? <laughs> out of all the guys out there, why Martin Jones?
2: Yeah, I mean they've been trying. Uh, they okay basically. We're seeing that they have problems, they try to address the problems, and they just do it really badly. That's the, like, it's not like they don't notice that there's something wrong, which is a good thing, but the way you go about fixing it, that's the other half of the issue, that's the other half of the, like, recovery process, I guess, and they don't do that properly, so.
1: Yeah. And, like, I'm, I'm just going through their signings, too, right now, through free agency, like, you know... It's just not good. I mean, you know, in free agency, of course, you're going to be overpaying sometimes. But like giving Kevin Hayes, and I love Kevin Hayes, don't get me wrong, but seven by seven for a good second line center dash is unacceptable. Mm
0: -hmm. You
1: can't be giving away that cash, and they're already giving Kachurie seven mil. They they have JVR at seven mil, so that's twenty one million into three good players. Like, that, that's a lot of cash that, you know, you you want. And they're wasting it, and they're locked up long-term. No one's going to no be taking those contracts. Yeah. Nobody's going to be helping you from from those contracts.
2: And a lot of these players are older, right? Like, I remember JVR yeah. being pretty old, too. And Hayes is also kind of old. It's, it's... I don't know exactly what they were thinking when they signed these guys. Like, sure, they're good players, but it's a bit of an overpay, which is expected. But then you look at... Term too, and it starts to become an issue. So, yeah, uh, like I'm we, we say this again, uh, we don't know why. Uh, and like we don't know why the team right now is doing really bad. We can see why the team in general is just not in a good situation, and that's all the front office's fault. I think
0: that's that's clear to see. when did yeah. they get rid of Obey Cabell? Pardon, they
2: got rid of Obey Cabell.
0: Yeah, remember they waived him. He's on Colorado now. Yeah, he's looked great. And he's looked <laughs> awesome. I've always – and like, that's the thing. Like, I actually like Obey Cabell as well. I'm like, why would you – okay, you wave it's him. He's,
1: it's these little dumb moves. Like, they, they wave Obey Cabell and they bring in, like, Zach McEwen. Yeah. It makes it makes no sense.
0: Like, they're kind like, of the same, but Obey Cabell can actually score your goals. Like, mm-hmm. he's not a bad player.
1: You know, and, and like, you know, the, a defenseman – you know, we're going back to defense. Topic, like, they need a pure defensive defenseman. They had that Rackle Gudis. Then they traded him away from Matt Niskin, who retired in a year, anyways. Like, it's these little dumb moves that make no mm-hmm. sense. Like, you could keep Rackle Gudis. If you want to bring in Matt Niskin, literally trade anybody else off that roster. <laughs> anybody else. Oh, yeah. Then they trade a second round pick like for 36 year old Justin Braun. Yeah. Who I'm shocked is still playing. I thought, <laughs> like, uh, I thought this dude was going to be retired in like 2020, and no, he's still playing. Like, it makes sense makes no sense. I don't know what their plan is, why they keep going to these heavy veterans. And, yeah, it's just disappointing to see the Flyers this bad. I'm trying to stretch out the conversation, too, because uh, Ross, he's supposed to be joining us in a few minutes, so we can hear his insight on this.
2: And, with with any team, like, it's funny, sure, that teams like, I don't know, Arizona and Buffalo, they're always just sitting at the bottom of the standings, and you make fun of them. Sure, it's funny, but it's not like good for the league really. They need you need to have just that constant cycle of good teams getting bad, bad teams getting good. It makes it yeah. interesting and it also keeps business good because now look at Buffalo's Buffalo used to be like a pretty they used to sell uh tickets pretty well, but now it's got to that point where no one wants to watch anymore and it, it, they're, it,
1: they're fed up. They're fed up, fans are fed up. Yeah. Yep. And I don't and I don't blame them.
2: Yeah, and it even happens, at an at, to an extent, to the least, when they were so bad, and their their attendance dropped. Like, sure, they were still pretty much selling out every game, but you start to see, oh, the attendance dropped because they're doing so bad. That's when they made the, the all the moves to try to get better. So, I don't know why it hasn't happened for uh, other teams uh, like that yet, because it's gonna affect business. It's gonna affect just how fun the league is to watch. Uh, t- over the next few years, and. Yeah. Uh having mediocre teams, um, uh, having the same teams that are always good, having the same teams that are always bad, having the same teams that are always just stuck in the middle, not doing anything, it, it starts to get kind of meh. Okay, so why is Rossi taking so long? Because we don't have anything to talk about anymore.
1: <laughs> He's coming. He's coming. Like yeah, like I'm trying like I'm trying to find new things to say it's, it's getting
0: it's getting a bit hard. The Buffalo Sabres have the lowest attendance in the season with an average attendance of 8,600. Yeah, it's low. <laughs> it is low. That's That's awesome. low. That's That's it. At least the next time. lowest is the next lowest is Ottawa with eleven thousand. Okay, by me too for Canada so, stuff. To put that into perspective, the Bud Gardens capacity, London Knights, is ninety one hundred. <laughs> that's a full house every night. You know, like you know,
1: you know, one thing I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. Like, do we, do we get the, do we see a move from Philadelphia at some point? I'm not talking about trade, just something, a waiver move, a, a firing, like anything. I there think, has to be something.
2: I think they're gonna just leave it until the off season. That's when they'll try to blow it. If they're gonna blow it up, that's when they'll blow it up. For now, they're just gonna leave it.
0: When the that fuck did, when did Derek Brassard join this team? Oh, he <laughs> yeah, eight hundred fifty
2: k. I guess that's not that bad. And
0: but... he's got eleven points in nineteen games. It's like yeah, he's decent. Going...
1: G- I guess he's been injured.
0: I guess, dude. This, you... guy's
1: been, dude I swear, just, this guy's been. just. This guy has been playing for half the league. This dude's been
0: traded <laughs> in like every big trade of the last like six years.
2: Penn's Holy. legend. That's true.
0: Yeah, he's exactly. been everywhere. You're right. He not has that been everywhere. About it. And like. Um, the trades he's been a part of too. I've been hold like up. Let's, let's think longer, about like blockbuster he's been, he,
1: trades. He's been on Columbus. He's been yeah. on Ottawa. He's been on the Rangers. He's been on the Pittsburgh. So, he's been, he was on Florida like for two weeks. And he went to so Colorado. He was
0: involved in the Gabrick trade that sent Gabrick to New York. Wow, was he was involved trade. in the Rangers trade that sent Zibanejad to the Rangers. So he, what a trade! Eh? Yeah. He was sent to, obviously, Pittsburgh. No, no, no. For What was it? Trade- oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I sent to Pittsburgh for Ryan Reeves, Uh, Then traded for Bugestead. That's a weird one. And Jared McCann. And then he was traded to Colorado. Colorado team and team then team he team signed players. with the Islanders, the Coyotes, and the Flyers. Why would you sign with the Coyotes? Oh, I guess I was in December. <laughs> What's up? Was, there hey, you go. Hey. What is your opinion on the Philadelphia Flyers?
3: Besides the fact that they suck, oh I mean, Perfect. if you look at if you look at just everything about them, their lines and such, only one line really works. I mean, obviously they won today, and we, you know injuries have hurt them. Obviously, losing but every isn't...
1: team has gone through COVID and injuries, though you can't really make that use as as excuse. If,
3: well, no, I'm just saying that if you think about it. The fact that one injury, them losing Ryan Ellis, has hurt the and Couturier has hurt them so much, kind of just shows how, how weak they can be.
0: But Couturier was are you know, having
1: a good season to begin with. like that this is is like true.
3: It, the, the thing is, is that it's just so hard to, to determine what exactly is wrong with mm-hmm. them. Besides the fact that their coaching is terrible, their power yeah. play is terrible.
2: We mentioned that all of that stuff. We don't know why. Like we can give we you. We buff- can tell you what's bad. The whole team is just bad in general. But we can't tell you why because they just have so much good personnel, except for the like coaching.
3: Like when
1: we yeah. did a Buffalo podcast last year, like we knew the issue. We knew it was management, and we. I mean, we went on an hour-long tangent about it. But like with Philly, I'm actually I'm like I'm confused why this team is always bad. Mm-hmm. I'm so confused, like. And like you said, maybe in the off season they should blow it up. And I think that's the only option. Because, I mean, that market's just been mediocre for years. Like, the entire sports market there's been mediocre for years. That's true. And, and like, Philly, Philly's a pretty... Philly's a pretty... Philly's fan base, let's just say, not... How do I say this in nice terms? It's, it's They're rough. They're
3: fucking toxic. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're yeah, I mean,
1: you're just not holding back. I'm trying to put a nice thing in like, like No, nope. I'm oh, man, I'm,
3: I'm, I'm pumped up. I just got home from an Admirals game. Yeah, Connor Ingram enough. had a Connor Ingram had a 42 save shutout Damn. Oh, damn. Good for him. Awesome. Dude was a baller <laughs> <laughs> um, He just does not he care. Was man. He was amazing.
2: Okay. Philadelphia uh,
3: fans <laughs> are toxic. Their team is shit. <laughs> They aren't willing to realize that hey, Rasmus Ristolainen not a very good top pairing D man.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Let's get a first, second, Robert Hay for him. Remember, they want to complain about Ryan Ellis. Well, he was one of the only reason your teams was doing even very good.
1: <laughs> he played four games.
3: Yeah, uh-huh. and okay, without in that four game span, one weren't, weren't they like three and one or something
0: or something? I don't know. Yeah, and he was really good. Yeah,
3: yeah. No, no Ellis. No, Philadelphia. The only way this team is, as I said to one, of, <clears throat> to to someone I know who who writes to the Flyers, uh, this team is the opposite of the Edmonton Oilers. The Edmonton Oilers, as we know, are pretty bad.
2: Uh, I mean, lately. Well, we'll talk about it later. Pretty,
3: pretty bad lately, but the best way for the Admirals to, or not the Admirals, Jesus, the, Admiral. the best way for the Oilers to win <laughs> is by being carried by offensive talent such as McDavid, Drysdale, yeah, Nugent Hopkins, and yeah. so, so on.
1: We actually stated that
2: in, in and Kane, podcast. who's goal per game? And
1: Andrew Kane's goal per game. <laughs> okay, we should stop. We just stop way, talking
2: about this like we're happy. Okay. The only way Carter,
3: the only way Philadelphia wins games is if Carter Hart can steal something.
2: Yes. Yeah. But he's been trying to. He's been good this he's year. He's been good. Like, he's he could be been been better too. Good. Which isn't his fault. It's He should have been... He could have been a Vesna contender right now. And I'm not even kidding when I say this. If the Philadelphia Flyers were a solid team, this guy would be up in the Vesna conversation.
0: Oh um, Yeah, 100%. Why the fuck do these guys have Nate Thompson again? <laughs> yeah, just, <that. laughs> <I'm> just...
2: <laughs> And... Okay, so we mentioned media. Shay mentioned they're just uh, st- been stuck in mediocrity for f- forever, and I'm just thinking, like, isn't it fun when a team that was bad starts to be good again? Like, that's awesome. eh? I- I'm just trying to think back to when- when's that? When's that happened in the past? Like, Ottawa lately, kind of ish. Kind of. Detroit's um, starting to become Minnesota. Better. Yeah, Minnesota, Detroit, the Leafs back in '16, and um, I don't know what else. Florida? The
1: Oilers had that one year.
2: That's true. The Oilers, Florida lately. LA's coming back. Oh, yeah, LA. See, it's fun. These are the teams that we pay attention to. These are the teams that we remember. But, like, we're talking about uh, Philadelphia now because they suck right now. But, but like, exactly. And we're not going to just make a video about them saying, oh, this team is fun. Because they're not. And those are are the teams that, if we're just talking about a podcast – Uh, In a podcast, just for fun, just about anything about the NHL in general. These guys aren't going to come up. So, Mm, yeah. So, I think. I just want to
1: say something. Uh, Ilya Brzgalov is still in their cat.
2: uh, (laughs) cat (laughs) Well, that's one Uh, good thing. That's a good thing. How long
1: is this guy's bio? I thought he was bought out, like, in 2012. He was. Only a game. It expires in 2027, okay. Oh, wow. What, what is the cap it's, not on ca- it's not on the cap, though, right? Yeah, I don't think it's on the cap, but okay, it's weird. Bad. How come his is on the cap, but DPR tells know. You know what? angel cap rolls make no sense. Let's be honest. Yeah,
3: <laughs> no, that's... they really don't. Yeah, that's... Brzezgalov has a dead cap hit of $0, so...
1: How is he dead?
2: Okay, whatever. He's literally getting
3: paid nothing by the Flyers, yet if yeah. it counts. I don't understand.
2: <laughs> okay right, I don't okay. get it see this is this is uh these are the things that make me glad that Brian Pridham is on the Leafs because I don't because I don't, cause I don't <laughs> think there's many even GMs out there that understand what what to do with this cap I'm glad he's around most,
1: most GMs don't know what the I think
2: most GMs the only thing the only thing most GMs know about the cap is just to stay under it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs>
1: unless you have a guy like Junior Breezeball or um Kyle Dubis. Who, you know, gets Nathan Horton for LTIR. Like, that's a genius move. Most GMs would not do that. You know, you need more GMs like that. But, I mean, half the league is still ran by 60-year-olds Handled who, heads. like, grit in size. And that's why the Flames are getting Ben right.
2: Yeah, we need more. <laughs> 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 uh, we need more GMs whose best friend is a chart.
1: Yes. Yes. But I mean that's going to make everyone that's going to make everyone born in 1950 cringe and be mad because you can't judge hockey off a chart. <laughs> but what they don't know is that hockey games create the charts. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's the funny thing. Like the imagine, charts are actually based off the games.
0: Can you imagine John Tortorella was a GM? No. Oh, that would be
1: so funny. <laughs> it would be, be, be 12 it would be all the 12 players would be Nick Foligno Yeah.
0: <laughs> Oh, Trevor You you did a toe drag. That's it. That's it. You're getting bought out. <laughs> You're gone. You're, You're gone.
3: gone. Oh my <laughs> god. I think the only like old GM that isn't completely stupid is David Poyle because at least he I does mean, some shit. I mean dude, he's pretty stupid. I
1: mean Ryan Ellis for uh, Cody Glass and Felipe Myers. I don't Felipe know. Felipe
3: Myers needs to go away. Cody Glass needed AHL time. And so he's pretty stupid. <laughs> not like a good trade, though. Exactly. You just mentioned that. It's not a good Ryan trade, but, but we needed to get rid of cap space. So for that's what? not the That's not
2: the best way to get rid of cap space. For HL.
3: what? What did we yeah, need?
2: to for, need? for AHL players. That's what you got right. Got did him. you know
3: that Philip Forsberg has an extension needed
2: soon? I'm I don't fine. trust David Boyle with that. I'm sorry.
3: You mean David Poyle, the same guy who paid Roman Yossi way under market value?
1: I mean, nine mils is pretty market value. Yeah. before yeah. Before Seth Jones at set the market, <laughs> I'll add that before Seth Jones got paid nine. You and know what's
2: actually under market half. value? Morgan Riley at seven point five million. So both so. deserves around eight and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: So he's get eight and a half somewhere.
1: Honestly, like help. Mo, like honestly, like I know we're getting off topic here, but. One guy I want to shout out, Darn Unders. He's been really good this year. Not mm-hmm. nine and a quarter good, mm-hmm. but he's been. Well, I see and a half. He's been, he's been good. But anyways, Philly. Um I mean, I mean, here's another thing. Like you bring up Nate Thompson. Dude's 37 years old. Like, how is he gonna help your team? <laughs> he gonna...
2: I, I thought this was a new Nate Thompson. Like, <laughs> why, I just had to why, check why, again.
0: Why did they bring him back? I yeah. don't no, no disrespect <laughs> to Nate Thompson. He's way better at hockey than I am. But like. <laughs> He played seven games and they sent. They just let him go. He went to Winnipeg and they brought him back. Yeah,
2: it's like I, I had to check again. Is that the right name, Thompson? Is that the am it's I the thinking rich. about the yeah. right name? Like, yeah, it's the same name. Thompson. It confused me so much. It's, it's like why? All
0: he does is It just seems like he just takes penalties and fights. He doesn't. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Exactly he scored. Okay,
3: let's let's give him something a little bit though. They're the same team that was like, oh, let's play Martin Jones, two million. Okay,
1: I okay. brought that up too. I brought that up earlier. It's like, why? If you need a backup for Carter Hart, why Martin Jones and why two million? You, case, can just, was, you can just you can find was, anybody in the bargain bin. Yeah. You know what's so funny? Martin Jones, his last three years was pretty consistent. Actually, his last three years, each I'm not kidding. Each of his last three years in San Jose, he had a 0.8968 percentage. They wanted insane. to count. <laughs> two million. Two mil. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oh my Jared god! Bring the hope he makes two mil right now. He's been great for Dallas.
2: Which props to him, by the way. Two years where he yeah. wasn't yeah. great at all, and now he's back. He's back to his old form.
3: David Riddick. David Riddick makes one point two five. Yeah, but Riddick.
1: I'm sorry, Riddick kind of sucks, bro. I. I, I mean, not, he doesn't even I'm... play. So
3: yeah, <laughs> he doesn't even play. We're just like, all right, Sarris starts every single game.
1: But that's where it's okay because you have an elite goaltender in Sarris. Hart is still young. He's still trying to lure, He's still, still trying to, you know, get into the groove of 60 games. You need a better netminder. And, oh, well, here comes a 10-minute warning. But, like, you know, why Martin Jones? There's, there were so many better options. You can, you can literally call Felix Sandstrom from the on He put up a better performance than whatever Martin Jones does.
2: Look I at mean... Buffalo. They have,
0: like, seven goalies up right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. Craig <laughs>
1: Anderson. Craig have Anderson. Have Anderson. Have Anderson. Have That's what I'm supposed to say. Right
3: now.
2: I mean, I still I mean... can't believe it. A,
3: a Flyers, if you want um David Riddick.
1: Give us a second round pick. <laughs> True, <bro.
2: Yeah. laughs> oh Nick, that, that reminds me. I was wondering. Do you know anything I would have asked Yakam if he was here, but uh do you know anything about the goalie from the queue that everyone wants?
0: Oh yeah, that guy. Matt Guzda? Yeah. Uh not entirely. I mean it's East from Barry. I don't really watch any Barry. but uh I remember him playing on Barry a few years ago, and he wasn't too, too bad. Let me just – actually, I'll look him up real quick. Give me a sec here. Uh,
2: Is that interesting? me. I was like, I, I
0: didn't expect yeah, – I didn't expect that either. Um, like, I, I've watched name.
2: this guy play, by the way. When I went to Barry, I watched him He's play. He's
0: having a really good year in the OHL. Yeah, say that's that. and they, they picked him up from somewhere, I think – I want to say it was Oshawa. Owen oh, Sound. They picked him from Owen Sound, and I – did I see him play when I was there? No, I didn't, but he was having, like, an okay year in, in, in Owen Sound. Like, he played, like, I think it was, like, 10 games. He played 10 games. He was having an okay year, but, like, Owen Sound isn't the best defensive team. Mm-hmm. So, they let him go, and he's been on Barry's team. Barry's a really good team. Yeah. And he's been their starting goalie for them. So. I mean, hey, that's a definitely... guy for should consider
1: picking up, just saying.
2: Yeah, but it looks like um, the Leafs are the big guys on the, in on them, right? And then Pittsburgh was the other one, and. There's a lot Pittsburgh was the
0: other one, yeah. Oh, by the way... He's in his overage year as well, so that's something you got to consider as well. Mm -hmm. But he is having a good year in the OHL, so...
1: By the way, speaking about contracts, uh, Kevin Hayes has a no-moving clause.
2: Yeah, I forgot to mention that. And (laughs) Sean
1: Couturier (laughs) has a no-moving clause.
2: It's just not a good situation overall. Just look at their cap friendly. You won't... It's not... It's a bit of a nightmare.
1: It's a huge nightmare.
2: (laughs) (sighs) All right. uh, Uh, We've just been going in circles, haven't we?
1: We have. I mean, there's really nothing to talk about, is there?
2: Yeah, we know they suck. We don't know why, and they should blow it up. That's the summary. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. Wait,
1: one thing, one thing. Wait, Ross, didn't you say you have the Money Puck up?
3: Uh, Money Puck.
2: Yeah, I do.
1: Yeah, there you go. See, let talk about what, what does Money Puck have on the Flyers?
2: Oh, I, well, I told you everything they have. I showed their chart, oh, you uh, did? like the chart with the, you know, how they're second worst in the league for goals against. Oh, um, have- that's where you got it. They have Farabee yeah. and Atkinson as, like, actual good shooters. Everyone else sucks. Yeah, speaking yeah, about Atkinson, like, he's yeah. been
1: great. Like he's, he, he has been. One, he's been one of the lone bright spots on that Philadelphia Flyers team.
2: Yeah, Hart is one of the top 15. He should be way higher. Goes above expected with 4.3. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Uh, oh, this is one thing that I found really funny. For Money Pucks NHL Power Rankings, where they put together all of their stats to find a really good power ranking for all of these players I this is one that I actually like to this is one of the only power ranking that I actually pay attention to because it actually makes yeah. sense um the 31st yeah no way yeah the <laughs> yeah. 31st you team worse than them is, is montreal is like, think yeah montreal You're 0.5% which is
3: five wow.
1: percent above montreal oh my god which is like not
2: an accomplishment because montreal is barely an echl team so <laughs> <laughs> um just.
1: I mean, like you said, and like Cordell said earlier, like they're they can't finish or they can't finish. Like their shooting percentage is seven point six eight.
2: As a team, is bad, by the way.
1: And this is like, like man, that's just ooh, that's terrible. Seven point six eight,
2: is... the worst in the league? No, it's Vancouver seven point four nine. LA is LA Wow, that's not.
1: Yeah, I didn't expect LA to be down there.
2: Yeah, I thought. Amazon...
1: <clears throat> Edmonton's down there. Tro- okay, okay. I mean, Kane will fix that, but...
2: <laughs> Kane will fix that. <laughs> Kane... Shut
0: up! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: It's just oh, so by the way, my, my,
3: my, pr- my prediction... Might,
1: uh... yeah, yeah, your prediction was if Andrew Kane will have a career year. He's going to get like 80 points in 40 games.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Just put him on a line with McDavid. Uh, well, anyways...
1: Anyways, thank you guys for watching this episode of the Tundra Cast. I, I, I wanted this to be a bit longer, but we kind of we kind of just got we kind of settled all the issues about the Flyers in like 20 minutes, and we just waited for Ross to show up, but he took 40 minutes. So I was on um,
2: a game. <laughs> okay. It
1: was a good game, though. It's okay. But yeah, thank you guys for watching. We'll, we'll, you got and, a scarf. And-
2: Oh my god. No.
1: <laughs> and um. Yeah, we'll, we'll be back. We'll be back soon. We have another podcast <laughs> planned for tomorrow. So, uh, yeah, see you guys next oh time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't <laughs>